Hello and welcome to How About Them Huskers. We are back this week and I am joined as I always am and as I haven't been for the past two weeks by my grandpa Husker Dan from Husker Max in the beautiful city of Omaha, Nebraska. Grandpa, I got to be honest with you. I almost forgot what I was supposed to say after I said my, after I introduced myself there. It's been too long. It's been too long. How are you doing over there? Well, I'm doing great. It's, uh, it's understand, you know, the purpose of the vacation is to, you know, get rid of all the stuff you were doing. And, and that's a good point. The, the problem is I had to make up finals and tests when I got back. So maybe don't forget that stuff, but oh, um, yeah. Um, it, yeah. As, as we said, we, uh, or at least our family went on a little world tour to Morocco, London and, um, Portugal, Portugal over the past two weeks. So that's why we haven't, that's what there was no episode last week. And then that, uh, episode with Bill Bush, we recorded, uh, no, earlier that, that or, sorry, not Bill Bush. Sorry. Sorry. Bill Williams, other bill. Um, <laughs> we're hoping to get Bill Bush on at some point here. Um, and yeah, so that was a ton of fun. We had a, we had a blast. So, uh, but we have a we have a ton of stuff to talk about when <laughs> we miss so much. <laughs> like there is there is so much to talk about. We have ends of the season for Husker softball, Husker baseball. Dylan Rolla decides where he's going to play. Right. Uh, Husker volleyball has more stories. We have another huge returnee for Husker basketball. Um, it's yeah. just crazy. And I think where we're going to start is we're going to start with Husker softball, which is where it went a little bit better. I we'll we'll get to Husker baseball, but I got some thoughts on that. Um, Huskers softball, they were in the Stillwater Regional. They lost to Northwestern in the Big Ten Tournament, I believe. Is that right? Um, I, I, I don't actually. remember. You might be right. Um, yeah, I need to double check. Um, but they were – they played decently well. They played against uh, – let's see. Let's see where they got on the Big Ten Tournament here. Um, I believe it was against – yeah, it, they lost to Northwestern, and they, <laughs> they got uh, – the run rule went into effect. They got mercy ruled effectively by Northwestern in the second round of the big 10 tournament, which isn't great, but they still, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, they still played well enough to get to the Stillwater regional, right. which included UMBC, Wichita state. And of course, Oklahoma state who's hosting. Um, this is the second time that Nebraska has been in Stillwater yep. as uh, they were there last year as well. And also lost Oklahoma state, but this time, uh, they lost Oklahoma State for a shot to get into the regional final. Uh, Nebraska lost to Wichita State the first night, 5-6, really close game. Uh, probably could have won it, honestly. Then they beat UMBC the next day, 3-2. Got revenge against Wichita State in nine innings. Uh, they walked it off in the ninth inning, 9-8. That was pretty awesome to see. And they advanced to the regional final of an NCAA tournament regional for the first time in five or six years, I want to say. Um, it, that's, at least that's what I saw. And um, they ended up losing five to two to a pretty good Oklahoma State team who is playing in the College World Series either today or tomorrow. I forget which, but um, a pretty. What, what are your thoughts on the way the season finished for Nebraska? Fitting? Um, do you think that they could have done better? Do you think they could have got to Super Regionals? Just what, what are your overall thoughts at the end well, of the they season? They lost one of their good pitchers, uh, really before the season even started. And then so Courtney Wallace, who is a great player, she, I mean, you got to have more than one strong picture. You got to have a staff. And we ran out of gas, I believe in, uh, in, uh, yeah, I mean, we lost to Oklahoma state in their, in their regional and their, you know, backyard. So 
I take my hat off to Ronda Ravel. I think I think the players did a great great job with what they had to work with. Um, Courtney's not going to be back, which is too bad. But yeah. uh, Andrew Sisters, those Good. of you who are old enough to remember the Andrew Sisters the singing group, this is Brooke and Billy, and uh, and they're from Gretna, and they're great players, and they'll be back. Mm-hmm. But they got to get somebody to they got to get some more pitching and. Uh, uh, Courtney doesn't have any more eligibility left. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. That sucks to, to have that, that kind of injury your yeah. last year of eligibility. So, um, but I mean, you take Nebraska played Wichita state in March and lost to both lost to them, both games. They lost, they lost to them eight to 10 and then one to 10. Yeah. Um, so I think just, if you just take it, from an analytical perspective, I would say that Nebraska improved throughout the year and ended up in a better spot than where they started, which is what teams should do. But uh, mm-hmm. I mean, getting to a regional final after I, th- I think that the team last year was better. The team last year won the big 10 tournament and uh, was, and, and ended up not making a regional final. So maybe this team is better. Who knows? Um, that's, that's, I mean, I guess we should, we should have some opinion on that. Not who knows um, <laughs> we, we know. Um but yeah, I mean, making regional finals big step up for Nebraska, and it it's just now get over that regional final hump and get to the super regionals, which uh, hasn't happened for Nebraska softball uh, in quite a while. So, um, anything else you want to say there before we move on to Husker baseball? No, let's yeah, let's get into to uh, Will Bolt's uh, team. Yeah, and this really, honestly, this really surprised me how far they were able to get in the Big Ten tournament. Um. Nebraska, first round, they beat Rutgers 9-7. Then they lost to a really good Maryland team by one run. Really, really close. And uh, the, it's double elimination, uh, I believe. Is that, yeah. is that correct? Okay. Yeah. So then so then they played Michigan State, who is the eight seed in that tournament. They beat them 4-0. And they get a rematch with Maryland on Saturday for a chance to advance. And they lose by two runs. And both those games, the, the Nebraska got clobbered by Maryland. The last time we recorded, I think they were playing Maryland and they lost 20 to five to that same Maryland team that they lost to by two. So I don't know if it was postseason, whatever. I mean, it took Maryland extra innings to beat Nebraska the first time in that tournament, um, that, that two to one game. And I mean, I were, did you see this coming? Grandpa, both you and I thought, I mean, no. first of all, I am very yeah. surprised they even made the tournament. I didn't think that was going to really happen. You and I yeah, both didn't right. really happen. Right. And then this is just nuts. Like, I don't know what happened to this team, but um, mm. what was the, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't able to watch any of it because I was overseas, obviously, but what was the atmosphere like in Omaha with Nebraska being in the Big Ten tournament finally after we chastised them for not being in there last year and potentially not getting into it this year? I thought there would have been more people showing up because it's right here in Omaha. So it's a, it's a home game. I think probably, and I don't know, I don't know this for a fact, but maybe Nebraska fans thought, yeah, we're probably not going to do much in this, in this big 10 tourney. Um, and, and you're right. They, they flipped the scale. They, they just got, you know, gobsmacked or whatever the word is by Maryland, um, you know, the last time they played 20 to five, that you, you, your team could just give up and say, Oh gosh, we got to play these guys again. And it came down to uh, a walk-off home run. Maryland won that, that, uh, that first game. Yeah. And, and, you know, 
everybody thought that that was going to be a slugfest and it was a pitcher's duel, you know, yeah. that yep. actually there was a fly ball that had Nebraska caught that, um, the, the, the pitch before the home run that won the game that would have ended the, the side and Nebraska would have had another chance to, uh, to, uh, uh at bat, but that's it didn't not great. and it's then, then the, the exciting game was, I mean, we were getting beat, and this was in the ninth inning, four to nothing. And they brought in a new pitcher, and he walked a couple of guys. And then you got it at the plate. You got Max Anderson, who was batting over four hundred. I think four. Yeah, he made second second team All American, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so with two men on, two outs, bottom of the ninth, Max Anderson comes up to the plate, and he hits just clobbers a ball to right field. And it looked like it was going, 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 and it was caught at the warning track. Another foot or two, maybe that's a home run. They get a walk-off win, and that ha- that would have to change the complexion. Now, they'd have to play – they would have had to have played Maryland again that night. Yeah. Qualify for the championship game. But, yeah, it's, it's just – you know, it's a play here – that Nebraska was in that position. I guess that's the point I'm trying to make. The yeah. position was good. That's a testimony to the to the players and, and to Will Bolt. Those kids, when when they lost a heartbreaker to Maryland in in uh, in ten innings, um, the first time they played them, um, they could have folded their tent, and then they had to turn around and and play Michigan State the next day, and they could have mailed it in. Said, "Ah, boy, we're we're and." The thing about that game, the first one that they played against Maryland, there was a one and a half hour lightning delay. Then they had a, a mound issue there. So they had to get a grounds crew out there to, to reshape the mound. So, and there were a lot of delays. This, this, this game got over, I think almost at 1130 at night. Jeez. <laughs> so then they had to turn around and play Michigan state that afternoon. Yeah. Uh, so, it's like wow, uh, but Nebraska, as I said, they could have mailed it in. They could say, "Boy, we're just wiped out from, you know, uh, an extra inning game against a tough opponent. We we laid it all out in the line." But they came back and and they they beat Michigan State, and that was great. And then to set up the the uh, the the, uh, the game with Maryland um, on on that Saturday, um, and to, to be within two runs and with really one. Maybe the the wind is blowing out that day, and uh, and but okay, that's that's just the way sports is. It's it's a game of inches, and uh, but you, who else do you want at the plate, bottom of the ninth inning, <laughs> down to besides Max Anderson? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. give me Max every day, and and I'm for, I'm sure he feels bad that he wasn't able to hit that out of the park, but whatever. Yeah, it, it was it was really exciting. It was went from like four to nothing, one out four to nothing, two outs, and then they bring in a new pitcher, and, uh, and then that set the stage for Max's uh, almost heroics. That was – it was a great game, but it just – we just fell short. Yeah, and I think it leaves Nebraska fans at least with a much sweeter taste in the mouth. Like you always talk about, like, oh, they let, that left a bitter taste in fans' mouths. You never really talk see it the other way. And I think that – at least from you and I have talked about this a lot this year with this team. 
that we've been very frustrated with the way that they've played. They showed some promise at the beginning of the year, then they folded when they got into Big Ten play, and now to end the season, they kind of end it on a high. Even though you end losing to these teams, you scrap and fight to the end, which is really, if you're going to lose, that is the best way to lose uh, a game. And that's the best way. That's what fans want to see, which is, I mean, that's that's better than... um, how Nebraska basketball ended, um, where where they left it was opposite. It left a, a bitter right. taste in the mouth where you lose to a Minnesota team you've beat twice. So they the the Nebraska baseball team could have easily pulled the same thing where they uh decide to just fold against a Rutgers team who they have uh played a, a few t- oh they actually didn't play them at all this year. Sorry, uh before that, but um they could have folded against a Rutgers team who was decent, but uh definitely Nebraska could have beaten. But um yeah, it's still I was very surprised when I, because I, I would get all the score updates and everything, and I just kept seeing, oh, I would see a win, and then I would see a really close game against Maryland, and then a win, and then another really close game against Maryland. I was like, what is going on with these guys? So uh, maybe maybe the hometown atmosphere helped. So that definitely is going to improve some motivation that they can hang with some of these teams next year, uh, hopefully. I, is Max is a sophomore, junior? Well, he's, he and, he and uh, Bryce are going to be entering the, the Major League Baseball draft. Shoot. I, okay. I think both okay. of them have eligibility, but it's it's time to move on. There. It makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And I I I don't blame them for that. But that's going to be some big shoes to fill for Nebraska next year. So we'll see what they can do. Uh, anything else you got there before well, we move on to Husker football? Uh, the Nebraska didn't get an at large at large bid because of their RPI rating was I think nine, they ended up uh, the season with ninety seven which isn't going to get you an at-large bid, at large bid. But there's talk about maybe that that uh, whoever puts that RPI index together should count. These Northern teams are at a disadvantage because they have to play everybody on the road to start the season because of the yeah. weather. And so there's nothing in there. Yeah, you're maybe not playing a real strong team, but you're playing every game on the road. Uh, and and the southern teams don't have to do that, so uh, I, yeah. I hope they kind of level the playing field a bit there. I really do. Yeah, maybe I and I honestly don't. I don't think it would have been deserved in in my in my point of view that um, Nebraska made it to a regional final just because, like, they, sure they played well for the last four to five games of the season, but that shouldn't book you a spot in the tournament or a shot to go to the tournament at least so i i get i get the frustration with the rpi system i think that th- that could probably be adjusted i'm definitely with you on that but i think that uh nebraska did not deserve a shot based on how the way they played this year i i don't think that they played well enough to uh well here and i agree with you a thousand percent on that but let's let's say that they uh that they beat uh you know max's uh right field you know, fly ball doesn't get caught and they beat, they beat Maryland and they got to play them again. And let's say they, they lose or, or let's say they beat them and they lose to Iowa or somebody in the, in the championship game in this year, they would, they would not be able to qualify because they don't because of the RPI rating, but maybe, maybe that RPI rating would be different if they level the playing field a little bit. So it, so they wouldn't have had to have won the the Big Ten tournament, maybe they could have got in. I'm not saying they deserve that. I I, I think I, I agree with you. But it's when it comes down so close, um, 
I think this is going to be revised. I hope it is. I uh, for not only for Nebraska but all the cold weather teams. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, for all it, it, it puts basically the entire Big Ten at a disadvantage, honestly, because those most of those uh, teams are either in the Midwest where it's when it snows, it snows a lot, and you get a lot of weird weather going on, um, yep. and or they're just in cold parts of the country anyway, like Minnesota and, and Purdue. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is what it is, but, um, I, I hope that they do fix that. Uh, let's move on to some Husker football. Biggest news here is the, probably the biggest disappointment. Dylan Raiola announced that he is going to be playing football for the university of Georgia starting in the 2024 season. Initial thoughts on this? What were your first thoughts when you saw this, Grandpa? I think it's a good move for for uh, uh, Dylan. I, I really do. If you're if you're making a, an evaluation and a judgment based on strength of programs, uh, you know you, you can't go back to when his dad played for Nebraska, where they actually played for a national championship in two thousand one. His dad was last year he played was two thousand, but. And, and that 99 uh, team was the best that Nebraska's had since we, we haven't duplicated with the 99 team. So his dad played for a different era back when you're expecting to win. Nebraska's had, you know, six losing seasons. Um, so you look at it from a player standpoint. And the other thing is uh, that Dil- there's a transfer portal. And I, I, I wrote about this and, and it, it is a slim chance. I would not want to bet on the the odds of his being at Georgia and transferring out of there. But people have to understand there is a transfer portal that gives a back door to every Dylan Rayola player there is. And do not be shocked if that were to happen. Now, and I'm not saying he's going to come to Nebraska, but yeah, he may not stay at Georgia. There's there's nothing that says that this thing is over. It ain't mm-hmm. over till it's over, as they say. Yep. And then, and then, okay. Then they 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 lost. Well, they didn't lose Dylan because they never had him. But but uh, so Danny Kaline, Kalen, um, he was uh, committed to Missouri to play quarterback, and he's a heck of a quarterback. He's a heck of a player. Um, he decommitted from Missouri and then and then uh, committed to Nebraska, and it was exactly the reason why because Dylan was going to head to or is headed to Georgia. So, uh, you know, this is not this is not uh, as bad as some people want to make it out to be. Yeah, yeah, and I I've talked about this a little bit that Nebraska's okay if Dylan doesn't come. There's an upside where he brings in attracts more of these other right. talents. But now you see this happening. You see Dylan Rilla is not coming to Nebraska. Okay, now there's this huge vacancy. So all these kids were like, oh, I got an offer from Nebraska. I'd really like to play there, but Dylan's going to be there. Or could right. possibly be there. Right now, oh, I can come to Nebraska. That's amazing. He's not going to be there. He's at Georgia. He's committed. Yep. He, Dylan's like all in on Georgia too. He's by. I was looking at his Twitter. He's all posting everything Georgia, trying to recruit other high school kids to come to Georgia. Um, so he, I, there is no. I don't see a decommitment from him. That is a yeah. f- fickle thing to try and uh, dream of for Husker fans that he's going to decommit for the second time in his recruiting process to another p- top five perennial power. And so, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Denny, Denny Kalen coming into Nebraska is kind of the side effect of that. And he could bring in some other talent from Bellevue West 
uh, like a couple receivers, four-star receiver Davion Hall, and then three-star receiver Isaiah uh, McMorris. Uh, Isaiah McMorris transferred from Millard North last year to Bellevue West, which is so weird for me to hear that these high school kids are transferring now. Yeah, like, I know. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan did it. I know that he wasn't originally at Chandler in Arizona. Right. He transferred there because they have a better football program. So I, it is just so weird how diluted it's got. Like it's gone so far down the transfer. Yeah. Like the transfer portal, the NCAA was like, let's make this for the high school, ki- for, sorry, for the college kids so that they can don't have to worry about eligibility, you, losing years and all that stuff, make it easier for them to switch schools and play. Uh, and then it's just trickled down to high school. So that is just nuts to me. But um, what are your what, any any other thoughts on that? On the with with Danny, you know, he's uh, last year in in eleven games he played, he passed for three thousand one hundred eighty six yards, thirty six TDs, and seven interceptions. That's a that's a good TD to INT ratio. That's better than Casey last year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, and as you said, he's Probably, well, there's a good chance he's going to bring a couple of receivers with him from that Bellevue West team. Um, and, and Danny was also invited to the Elite 11, which is the top 11 quarterbacks in the country. Uh, Zane Flores was in, from from uh, Gretna was uh, yeah. participated in a year ago. And uh, and guess who else will be in that in that 11-man group? <laughs> Let me guess, does he have the last name of Raiola? <laughs> that's going to be an interesting little side you know it's like you know i'm at nebraska because you turned your back on them yeah I mean, it's going to be it's going to be interesting what those two talk about uh yeah <laughs> I, I i would love to, I'd love be, to be there yeah yeah <laughs> love, love to hear that uh um, yeah and and you know you wonder also danny's a, a three-star quarterback you wonder if he comes out of this season at Bellevue West and that they have, I mean, they're one of the top teams in the, in the, obviously in the state, but maybe he comes out as a, as a four-star who knows. Who yeah. Knows? Who knows? I mean, Dylan's stock rose from a four-star to a five-star in less than a year. So I'm right. sure that this could happen. His, I mean, it might be a high-end four-star and even when they add these star ratings to him, like sometimes it doesn't matter. Right. Like the, the, some of the great players are not really high star recruits. Um, so who knows? It, it could be, we could have find a hidden talent here. I'm not, I mean, Matt rule has a recruiting prowess that is beyond belief. Uh, it, yeah. In my eyes, I don't understand how he's able to get some of the guys that he does and find some of the talent that he does. He is a master at that. So um, it's, we'll have to see how he ends up playing for Nebraska and how he ends up playing next year. But uh, we got it. We got a guy to watch in the playoffs uh, for, for uh, some, high school championships next year. Did, uh, did you have a chance to buy or look at Athlon's uh, preseason college football? I have not yet. I need to do that. I need to do that. But um, yeah, it's, it, as you said on here, Athlon picked Nebraska to finish fifth in the West. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, mm, I get where they're coming from. Yeah. But uh, I forget what we talked about this last year. I don't remember specifically, but I feel like, did ath did all these magazines have Nebraska like, about fifth in the West? Yeah. Okay. Last year, yep. so same yep. thing. Yep. Um, I feel like that's a very safe place to put them, just because there's not there's not a lot of risk involved in finishing middle of the pack, which because it's like oh look this is still massive improvement for Nebraska, but if they do even better, it's like wow we only thought they were like it wasn't it's like yeah. oh look it was close 
yeah. and I feel like the Big Ten West is weak. Yeah. I want to say because Wisconsin new coach Luke Fickle. We'll see how that works out. Um, Minnesota is, nah, it's they're there. Purdue was good last year. Probably will be down this year. Illinois has been solid for a couple of years. Um, it's just like the it, it's compared to the East. It just is dwarfed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think a team from the Big Ten West has won the Big Ten championship in ever. Maybe I feel like <laughs> it might have been Wisconsin in like seven years ago was the last time. I don't remember specifically, but it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but um, yeah. So I, I'll take it. I got to look at Lindsay's and all that kind of stuff. We got to get the Phil Steele magazine. We got to wait until that comes out. Oh, yeah. That is that is yeah. the uh, holy grail. Um, so, eh. It's. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm not gonna get upset. I'm not upset that I don't. That doesn't feel too low. That doesn't. I don't. I don't know what Nebraska's ceiling is this year, though. That's a problem. It's really hard to tell with transfer portal stuff when you get into these. Uh, oh, where are they gonna finish? Yep. Because yep. it's like, well, I've never seen this kid play in this conference before. How am I supposed to? I've never even seen him play right. before. He transferred from right. like like Anthony Grant. He transferred from New Mexico New Mexico Military Institute. Yeah. He's like, who's watching that on a daily basis? Um, so yeah. Um, and then we also had some, they, they announced the all American teams for last year. Luke Reimer was named the second all American team and, uh, Quentin Newsom was named. Well, that, that's, that's, or, sorry, that's this year, this year, this year, yeah, this year, this year, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll take it. Quentin Newsom would probably, I think Quentin Newsom's going to finish higher than third, third team just because he's, he's got that drive and he wants to, he wants to play in the NFL. He's a great player. Uh, I don't, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves um, well, sometimes, but he's a great player. And, and Athlon, you know, they're the first to come out, but they have Casey Thompson battling Jeff Sims for a quarterback. <laughs> uh, Stefan Wynn uh, starting at defensive end. Uh, no. Like, okay. yeah. Oh no. So you, oh, they've, you they've got to, they got to change it. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, that's why Steels comes out the end of July, first part of August, and yeah, his, his is an encyclopedia. It is, I mean, and then he abbreviates, so it's like they they compress his his paragraphs are just dense, just like yeah, you know, there could be a a book or a volume just on one paragraph. Yeah, uh, and you got like, to understand what the abbreviations are because it's yeah, it's yeah. Like I really love college football. I would never want to write a book like that. <laughs> never want to do that every single year. That sounds terrible. Uh, he puts in so much work in it. it. It really pays off for everyone else. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's been our, you know, you're and I, our favorite magazine for the past 10 years or so, grandpa, we've, yeah. I have a stack of them up my room right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but uh, all the quarterbacks that transferred out of Nebraska all have landing places. Now Logan Smothers is going to Jacksonville state, which is in Alabama. So it makes sense. He's going home. Uh, Casey Thompson's going to Florida Atlantic, which we already talked about was probably yeah. going to be the case. And then Richard Torres is going to Incarnate Word, which yeah. I feel like is a decent landing spot for him. Incarnate Word's not terrible from what I've seen. They play in, F in the FCS level. And as you said, he has the chance to be a, uh, a pro. He might trans he might be a couple years there and then transfer out and go yeah. somewhere D1. So, or yeah. I mean, I guess that is D1 technically because it's FCS, but uh, still it's not D1 in the same sense. Um, yeah. But yeah. What do you any any surprises about where those guys are going? Uh, I was I was a little bit surprised. I thought Logan would might might come back to Nebraska. You, you can enter the the portal and then 
come back because they, uh, Matt Rule said that the door is open for those guys to come back. So, um, yeah, that, that, I was mildly surprised, but I think that's a good move for Logan. I'll be cheering for him. I'll be following him, his career at, uh, at Jacksonville. I, I hope he does well. And Richard Torres, I think, can develop into being a, a really good quarterback. So it doesn't matter many times where you play college football. I mean, we've seen quarterbacks come out of, uh, you know, little schools and they go on to make have careers in the NFL. Or if you're, you're like a Tom Brady, yeah, he plays for Michigan, but he was, wasn't he the last player chosen in the draft? He was late to pick 200 plus, I think something late in the seventh round. So, so it's like, it, it doesn't mean anything. It's just, you know, so, but I, I'm, I'm, as I said, I'll be rooting for all those guys. I, they were Huskers. Definitely. And, and Logan leaves his place in, in Muscle Shoals, Alabama and comes up to Nebraska. I, I bet you everybody down there says, what the heck are you doing? Yeah. You doing <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it'll be, he, it'll be nice for him to return home. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I, you got to play and, and you got only a, you got a short window, a, a yep. narrow window <clears throat> and there's only one football. There's only one starting quarterback. And uh, um, so I, I, I wish those guys well. And I mean that sincerely, I'll be rooting for them. Yeah. Same, same here. I'll, I'll definitely be watching a little bit more Florida Atlantic this year with Casey there and uh, following the scores of those other teams. But um, they also announced, or I should say they, um, Nebraska announced their, times uh, and and channels for the first six games of their season no, tentative, no, tentatively the first, they're just just several of the games yeah for yeah several of them um anyway so but it starts in 90 days august 31st yeah. thursday at minnesota yeah. seven o'clock on fox i mean i just want it to be right now i <laughs> i just want college football back it's been too Same long here. it's that we we can t- we can keep talking and talking and talking about it and it doesn't make it seem any closer, but uh, this is going to be huge for Nebraska. It's going to be a tone setter. You look at that Northwestern game, the first game of the season last year. Yeah. Set the tone for the season where Nebraska yeah. looks good yeah. and then crumbles. So the onside kick. That was Nebraska's season in a nutshell. So oh, this yikes. is, I mean, this is going to be, I, I feel like the way that Matt Rule is judged this year is going to be based off this Minnesota game it, for for at least the first couple of games where it's like, if we play poorly against Minnesota and get a win, we'll be like, yeah. okay, he can get us wins in ugly ways. It's not yeah. exactly fun to watch, but right. he can do it. And then the Colorado, that Colorado game is going to be really interesting. That's going to be September 9th at 11 That's on 10 Fox. O'clock. That's 10 o'clock. Or sorry, 10, 10 o'clock. Yes, ten o'clock Colorado time. Correct. Can you uh, imagine be... going to a football game at ten a.m.? <laughs> I mean, tickets are like three hundred bucks, but I'd love to go to that. Um, yeah, and, and I mean that that game's going to be cool because, of course, it'll be um, against Colorado, who Nebraska's last played in twenty sixteen, I believe. But also, then you get Deion Sanders, you get all that hype. I just. I really, you could, Nebraska could lose all the rest of the games of the season. I mean, that would not make me happy, but if they beat the absolute <laughs> crap out of Colorado, I would love to hear that. Cause living in Colorado right now, all I hear is, oh, Dion's going to make the 
Colorado great. They're going to be amazing. They're going to be amazing. I've watched Colorado football for the last six years. They have been terrible, and I've heard this before. They've had they had um what's it Mel Tucker, and yeah. he, they're like oh he, they're they're winning, they're playing well, and then he leaves, and then they're like oh we're going to bring on Dion, and he has like fifty players leave. What more of a red flag do you need that so many guys are just leaving your program, and he's not bringing in anyone nuts? From what I've heard, I, maybe I could be behind on that, but he's not bringing in. Any, I just really want Nebraska to beat Colorado and just shut Dion's mouth because it's he just <laughs> talks and talks and talks, and it is very annoying. So um, yeah. that 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 game's interesting. And then we get on to Northern Illinois, and then or Northern Illinois. Jeez, I just made the um, the Illinois with an S. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh man, uh, it's been too long since I've spoken on mic. <laughs> um, Northern Illinois. Uh, we're just going to play the whole state of Illinois. We got Northern Illinois, and then we play at Illinois. So and we're just going to be. We play Northwestern too. Yeah, so and then yeah, exactly. So um, there's we might as well just they might as well just buy a training facility in Illinois. We're going to be there so long oh, this year. Um, <laughs> but um, which one of those first four games are you most excited for? I guess, Grandpa. Which oh, one are you, are you most intrigued? I, Minnesota, come on! You win that game, and you probably have a chance to be four and zero going into the Michigan game. That I think that's a huge Good point. Uh, that's assuming you beat Colorado, you beat beat uh, heck, Louisiana, uh, Louisiana Tech. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so you, you know, there's a chance, and and to be four zero against another probably four zero uh, Michigan team, um, and that that would be just sweet. So I think, and then the second game would be Colorado. Those are the two biggies. Yeah. 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 And going into that Michigan game four and would be a huge boost for Nebraska's just their confidence level, because two years ago, we should have beaten Michigan and and that Michigan team was good. Um, But if Nebraska can't stop the run, we're not going to beat Michigan because Blake Corum's back. Oh yeah. They have Donovan Edwards. Uh, They have probably the best backfield in all of college football by a long shot. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. But um, anything else about Husker football before we touch on a couple of things before we wrap up you know, here? You wanted to talk about uh, Husker volleyball? Yeah, yeah. They uh they put even more tickets on sale. They put eight thousand more seats added for that August thirtieth game at Memorial Stadium. Uh, it will break the all time record of attendance for a women's sporting event in the U.S. Um, they're expecting ninety one thousand people to attend the event. That is just insane, insane. to me. That is, and like you can't even see the court at that point. Like, why oh. are you going? Um, <laughs> that is, that's nuts. Uh, the they're actually the, the volleyball team is actually on a 17 day trip in Brazil right now, um, and they're only allowed to do that every four years, taking international trips. So uh, that would kind of be bad if you became a freshman the year after you took an international trip and then decided to leave before your senior year. You would never get an international trip, but uh, that's kind of fun for them. And then, and or sorry, anything you had to say about that, real quick, Grandpa? No, 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 no. And then Husker basketball, Kese Tomanaga is returning to Nebraska. That is yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is that is really big for Nebraska. And uh, you and you talked about that, I believe, last episode. Um, that you said that 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 would just be huge. But um, I mean, it's it, we'll we'll see. 
what Nebraska's like, but uh, they're getting a lot of transfers. Uh, they're getting some interest from a Dayton forward. I forget what his name was. I just saw the Twitter post. But, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting. But um, anything else you got to say? Any blanket statements here, Grandpa, before we wrap up? No, I, I think uh, bringing uh, – well, you, you lost Derek Walker and uh, and uh, Sam Greasel. So yep. in, in, in uh, Casey was averaging 20 points a, a game – I think about the last 10 games of the season. So he was catching fire. So I think that's a, I bet you Freddie Hoiberg is just dancing in the streets knowing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited. I, you know, yeah. I, I know it's a long, I want to get football season underway, but, but uh, you know, I, we need to get Fred Hoiberg needs to have a good season this year. Otherwise I don't know if he's going to be around and that's yeah. kind of a test a testimony to, for the players to like like Casey to, to stay on another year uh probably is going to help his uh, coach keep his job <laughs> yeah <laughs> honestly yeah yeah I'm, I'm right. excited I there's yeah so I'm so excited on. 90 days until Oscar football uh it can't get here fast enough all right well if you have any questions for us, any takes, you can find us on Twitter at HBTH, all caps, or sorry, HBT Huskers with a capital H pod with a capital P on Twitter. Um, you can email us at HBTH podcast at protonmail.com, or you can find grandpa on Husker Dan at Husker Max, as I always say. No, no, no. Uh, Husker Dan at Cox.net. Well, right, right, right. But on Husker Max. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, we will be back next week with more news, more breakdown of some football stuff. And we will be back next week. And as always, go Big Red. <laughs> <laughs>